Arms Out Like Wings Stage School I hoovered up every prize, medal, cup and voucher being awarded locally and even nationally and a lot of muttering went on about what they would do with me next. Some starlet of the day must have been mentioned in a tabloid that she had been to Corona, a stage school, where not only could you train to dance, sing and act, but they could actually get you working professionally. Mum and Dad liked the sound of it. But still, the idea of my training full-time had not entered their heads. My dad took me to the Friday night class at Corona to begin with. Modern, at 6 o'clock until 6.45, followed by tap for about 20 minutes, and then 45 minutes of ballet. All mixed abilities and ages. I loved it. It was all far more difficult than anything I had done at the Jean Inwood School of Dancing, and the teachers were far stricter. It was the ballet teacher at Corona that took my fate into her own hands, Miss Karen. Now at this stage, I need to tell you that my dad was a bit of an Errol Flynn character, both in looks, yes, a pencil-thin moustache, and in character, a real Casanova. He shone his magnificent smile my ballet teacher's way and swept her off her feet, leaving her in no doubt that I was the most talented dancer she had ever had the honour to teach. The head of the school, who had no interest in my dad, also thought I had talent and decided that I should go to Corona full-time. But my dad and Miss Karen had loftier ambitions for me. Miss Karen also taught at the Russian School of Ballet in Barnet, which was on the other side of London to where we lived. Maria Belinska was the head, but her real name was Mary Ball. Russian dancers were the creme de la creme of ballet at this time, so many dancers gave their names a Russian twist. Miss Belinska didn't look in the slightest bit Russian or anything like a ballerina, but her faux name and her school gave her the necessary gravitas. The Russian school of ballet was in Miss Belinska's large North London house, and in between classes I would sit and wait in her dining room, which was full of papers and discarded objects. Our own house was in no way tidy, but this took junk to a whole other level. I loved it and would pretend that I was backstage in a grand theatre. It was in this room that Miss Karen would give me some of the most important tips I learned about being a dancer. Never to run anyone down. Always to be professional and never complain. How to tie my ballet shoe ribbons neatly. How to count music. In these little instructions... I began to really love her, and when I told my mum about all that she had taught me, mum really began to hate her. Miss Karen and Miss Belinska let me attend classes for free, as there was no way my parents could afford them. Most classes were at six o'clock in the evening, and Dad couldn't get me there in time after work. So just like that, he changed his job and took on night work as a driver at the airport. He would come in from work every morning at around 7am and go straight to sleep. We all had to be super quiet around the house, which was difficult now that both my mum and big sister had new babies. He would get up soon after lunch and be very grumpy, whether he'd slept or not. He would then take me to ballet class, which meant leaving at about 4 o'clock 
to get all the way to Barnet for six. And as soon as we returned home, he would wash and shave for the second time that day and go to work at around 10 o'clock. Soon, Miss Karen decided that I should audition for a professional dance school, and this meant even more classes. So Dad took me to Barnet on Saturday mornings too, when I would do all the classes on offer, usually about four of them at varying standards. Dad would wait patiently in the cluttered dining room. Even though he was grumpy because he was tired, he never complained about chauffeuring me around. This was his passion. I was his great big hope for the future. Well, me and the football pools. One of the best memories I have of this time is sausage sandwiches, which we used to buy on the way to the classes on Saturday mornings. We left home at about seven in the morning and by eight we were starving. Dad knew a transport cafe on the way from his lorry driving days and we would stop there and have piping hot sandwiches in fresh, chunky white bread with brown sauce. It was sublime, and it was just me and Dad which made it even better. <laughs>